the final Gold Cup daily of the summer and it's been a successful one for Mexico L3 lifting the Gold Cup Andres Guardado bringing it back to Mexico for the first time since 2015 Mexico won the United States 0 celebrations for Mexico big night big for Tata Martino in his 4th international final he finally wins a trophy as a national team manager here in Mother Hubbard's in Chicago relaxing after what's been a really busy last month throw it out there with we saw Amy we saw quick reaction satisfied with what you've seen not just not just on Sunday evening but this summer you, I have to be uh, Mexico won the cup I mean when you look at the things that you have to do right the goal is to win obviously there's critics how it happened semi-finals and all that but Mexico was the better team today. Mexico was able to win um, a second half that was dominated by Mexico with Tata doing the right moves. The U.S. not being able to, to you know, play their game and, and really not come to the level of what Mexico has. And Mexico pulled through and scored with an amazing performance by uh, Rodolfo Pizarro, passing it over to... To Raúl and then Jonathan was able to, to score. I mean, it, it was it was it was good that it was able to win. So I'm happy. I think Tata's happy. The players are ready to go. Lots of people that were missing and were were able to win. I don't want to say a CB team, but we're able to do that win. It, it happened. So. I, think, I think I think C team is pushing it a bit. All right, B B. All right, I will right, we'll give it a B, B team. B minus team. B minus team. Because you you even said it time when you're walking around. Herrera's there, Chicharito's there, Layuna's there, Chucky's there, and we wouldn't have struggled so much. Vela is there. I know he's not coming back, but hey, Mexico no. won, and uh, it, yeah. it, it is what it is. These are, no. these are hard. I mean, you could argue that Mexico's three best players, Herrera, Lozano, that, I mean, for me, those are one and two right now, and then Raul Jimenez is number three. So arguably, Mexico's two best players. Haven't been around this summer, and especially think definitely down. De- yeah, possibly yeah, but down the right wing as well. It's like yeah, Checo Rodriguez didn't think he had a great game. Oriol Antuna in the first half didn't have a good game either. So it's like I thought felt they suffered. But you put Layun and, and Lozano there. I think it's a different game. You put Herrera in midfield. I think Mexico dominated that game, but you know they weren't there, and Mexico got the job done. You know the, the interesting thing: the last time Mexico played the US in a Gold Cup final. 2011 and what 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 that what was that if you as a Mex- as Mexico fans what is that game what's that game known for it's known for the golazo Giovanni Dos Santos and who scored tonight Jonathan Dos Santos I mean eight years on it's like one Dos Santos brother patting the baton into another Amy Jonathan what a, what a goal no what a goal tonight I was incredibly happy for him I think that this Tournament? What? Louder! Oh, I have to speak louder. Apparently, um, what an incredible moment for him. I mean, I yeah, of course, I've been a big fan of the LA people because I follow them, you know, throughout the whole beginning of the year with their MLS season. And Tuna had a great start to the first half of this uh, Gold Cup, and to end it with Jonathan getting the goal that wins it for them, and he plays for the LA Galaxy, it was amazing. It's amazing for him because I still remember, and I know I've said it a bunch of times, I even tweeted it out today, I remember him at the beginning of this season saying, you know what, 
I didn't like the minutes that I got during the World Cup last year. I didn't like how it ended with the national team during that World Cup. So I want to prove myself. I want to go ahead and show that I'm capable of more. And he goes and scores the goal that wins them the game against the U.S. I mean, yeah, it was manufactured. This tournament was manufactured so that the U.S. and Mexico would end up facing each other in the final, you know, idealistically. And for him to be able to get that moment, for him to praise Tata, for Tata to praise him at the press conference saying, you know, I, he was the first person that I talked to when I got this job because of our connection at Barcelona and everything. It's been a, a great question, by the way. And that we so asked. Uh, <laughs> Tom actually gave me the question, FYI. Um, it was a really solidifying moment. Um, there's so many good positive things surrounding this win. Were we kind of lucky in the fact that the U.S. missed a yeah. lot of their chances? Good point. Good point. Completely, 100%. You can't leave that out of this victory without acknowledging the fact that the U.S. was just terrible at their finishing. Um, but overall, Tata is undefeated and has a cup now under his tenure with the national team. And then he was so emotional about the fact that they included him in that trophy celebration. You know, he's saying like it made him emotional because there's a lot of moments where even though he's the one leading the team, he's, you know, it's, it's, he said it, there's like moments of solitude for a manager. And he was really, really happy about the fact that he was included. This is the first final that he's won. His whole curse thing is now out the window. So I don't know, it was a really great moment for Jonathan, for him, and for the team in general. Like we're saying, a B-minus team that's missing a lot of their players, and they're still able to do this. It's yeah. amazing. No, I think, I think aside, from, aside from winning the tournament, I think there's a secondary... There's two things for Mexico going into the Gold Cup for me. One was winning the tournament. you got to win it. You know, it's the CONCACAF. No disrespect to the other team, but you got to win it. And secondly, the, the stars aren't here, or they haven't been here, but you want to see the youngsters step up and you wait to see more competition. The more competition, the harder it is for Tata Martino to pick a starting eleven. the better it is for Mexico. And I think we saw certain players, Rodolfo Pizarro, Jonathan Dos Santos, even Roberto Alvarado, Carlos Rodriguez, you know, really stepping up. Uh, Uriel Antuna and saying, you know, if, if you need me, I'm here and I'm, we're only getting better. Yeah. I just want to go ahead and highlight the fact that along with this whole like refreshing redemption kind of thing, I am very happy that I saw what everybody has been talking about from Pizarro this game. Because that's when it mattered. I saw oh, yeah, it. It took, it took like three games, Amy. It took about but you got it. No, I saw. But it, it worked in this game. And it was. It, it, was, it, all, ha it all stemmed from him. Like, he was the person that made it all happen in this game, which we all thought it was the person that was going to make it happen. But you know what? Going off of my complaints about him in previous games, it was like not only is he doing that whole reckless, you know, free to play and do whatever he wants kind of aspect, but it was quick. And it, there was like a, a specific moment in the first half where it kind of just clicked for him and he was like, all right, it's going to work for me here. He was the Pulisic of Mexico. Oh, oh, I was just going to say that. No way. I was just going to say he that. He was the Pulisic of Mexico today. Honestly, I was just going to say, Pulisic was brilliant. I thought he was good even. When I say good... The, diff the class he's got was obvious. Oh, it's obvious how good he is. The minute he started with the run, I well, was worried. But that guy's just signed for Chelsea for a massive deal. He's supposed to act like that. Pizarro is at Monterrey. And you look at them through play and you think, Pizarro's got to play, but hopefully he moves to Europe. Anyway, we've got a special guest as well. Woo! Woo! Baudia, Tristan, went Tristan? to the game today. Yeah, good. We've, uh, we've not seen it for... 
74 years. I wasn't even working for these guys the last time that they saw Claudia. Put that in perspective. It's been 74 years since she last attended a Mexico wow. game, but she's back. Do I look that old? Do I look that old? I feel like that was a slap in the face. Let me tell you about Claudia. Claudia's been our consultant in anything that we do when it comes to media. She always tells us if we're doing a good job or not for about four or five years and uh, she's a pro at what she does and she joined us tonight as a fan that was in the stands watching the game so a little bit from you Talalia the the feel the atmosphere how was the first 20 minutes when the U.S. was ready to score what what you saw down there see down there oh my god yeah it was really intense I mean I felt like I was pulling my own hair out um I was very stressed out it was not a good time for us as Mexico fans uh but you know what the second half was much much better even before we even scored the goal there was almost like a little relaxation moment where we were like okay we got this we're good we're coming back on the field confident it's gonna be okay um and you know by then also a lot of the fans had had their second third drink so always always yeah it always helps it's good um i think i i found a a husband in the row behind me so it's all good yeah what's his name I have no idea. Raul Jimenez. Sombrero man. Sombrero man. Misconnection. Well, 130. Everyone was just feeling it. We had faith and we had confidence in El Tri. We knew that by second half it was going to be okay because we had seen what they had been able to produce in the first half. I mean, when you have the U.S. men's team coming at you so aggressively those first 20, 30 minutes... And for us to be able to keep control, to be able to step up, and then go into the second half confident, I think we were okay. The fans felt, you know, a sense of security as we got into the second half. You you know, what I found fascinating tonight, and obviously you travel around the United States, go to a lot of Mexico games, and... You know, Mexico packed out this this uh, Gold Cup. The quarterfinal sold out, semifinal sold out, final sold out. But you know, the interesting thing is that the final sold out before the semifinal had, e- had even been played. So you got, you know, it would have been a good story actually to talk to the Mexico fans and say, when did you kind of buy your tickets? You know, but at the end of the day, you're in the states. There are a lot of United States fans in Chicago. It's not like they couldn't have done that, anyways. But Claudia, my question to you is this kind of faith or this kind of like blind desire this kind of blind, I don't know they just the Mexican American fan here in the state just loves this team so much that they're willing to pay good money just on the off chance I mean there is a good chance but just on the chance that Mexico would make the final I don't know from you from your experience what inspires that kind of I don't know that kind of desire that drive to support this team I don't know it's it's kind of like a mix of You know, being here and still trying to have that connection to home and football for many of us is still that connection to our native country, to our native home. And so, you know, you're willing to take the risk. You're willing to spend the extra $100, $200 that you would normally spend on rent or on food, God forbid. Um, But you're willing to take that risk to do that because you want to see your team because in a way... It's, uh, it's a form of connecting to back home yeah. and still being tied to the Mexican culture of it all. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm a bit disturbed, but it would have been funny to see... Um, in a way, it would have been to see Jamaica-Haiti final. 
and then like <laughs> sixty thousand Mexicans in the in the stands. They probably there. Yeah, they would have been there. We would have been just as excited. We would have been there with our tambores, con el azteca. I can give you that. I bought twenty six tickets in Phoenix, and there was a point when when I got in a text message with the family goes, "Well, we're still gonna go." And we're still gonna have fun, and we're gonna, you know, we're gonna. If it's Canada, Haiti. If it's Costa Rica, Haiti, or whatever, we're gonna go have fun. We will bring our Mexico shirts and our Mexican flags, but we're gonna support the team. Yeah. So it doesn't matter. Va a ser fiesta sea lo que sea. Cualquier equipo va a ser fiesta con que estén allí los aficionados de México. People do not. Ex- it's two o'clock in the morning at the, you know, hotel where the national team is staying. I even told all those fans, Mexico's not coming out, and they're waiting for somehow just a little look at players to come out. And hey, I've been there. I remember maybe like 10 years ago. It's been a while, but I remember... When you were six? I was like nine months old. And, And I remember my dad, you know, like staying in a restaurant and then asking one of the waiters, like, hey... I know we finished our food, but can we wait? Because we heard that the Mexican national team is going to come eat here after the game. And the waiter was nice enough to be like, you know what? Yeah, they are going to be here. We're supposed to close up the restaurant, but we'll go ahead and let you be here. And he waited around long enough to be able to see the players. And it's like, that's the kind of dedication, not just like my parents. That my, that, you know, my family does. That's what fans are willing to do for this team and how confident they are that they're going to do well. The amazing thing is that, you know, they did show up today. Yeah, it was a nervous I've first I've never half. seen so many, like, I've, I've seen Mexico-U.S. and sorry to interrupt, Mexico-U.S. games, a ton of them. I've never seen so few supporters for the U.S. in a game. Never. Oh, yeah, that that is an important aspect, too. It was women's people, the, 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 the game I'm, I'm, in France, maybe the supporter I'm, section, maybe they're going, I don't know. Okay, yeah. that, might be a, that might be a legitimate excuse to have, but... It was still a very tiny section of U.S. fans that were here today. Very, very small. That you have to wonder, you know, where are they as an org? I mean, clearly they're not happy. They just lost the Gold Cup. They're obviously having feelings about the Another round? We're going to get more stuff right now, guys. Another round. Let's do another round. It's, uh, it's two, 2 in the morning. It's 2 in the, three morning. in the morning. 3 in the morning. Almost 3. Right, it's time to end it. But... <laughs> Look, the team is celebrating. So are we, okay? <laughs> That's it. Gold Cup Daily is over. See you later. Have a good one. No, but <laughs> before we close out, um, I'm going to let somebody close out here. Who, for me, has been the star because every day she's been uploading this stuff really late at night. And we've been sending it. And it's Amy. Amy, just want to say, for me, we saw everybody at the Mexican Soccer Show. Thanks a lot, you know, for everything you do and, you know, your, your work behind the scenes. Obviously, you don't get paid. None of us get paid for this. So, uh, we do it because we like it. So, Amy, close us out. How's the summer been for you? What's next? I don't know. Close it out however you want. Um, I just want to say thank you to everybody. Um, you guys are incredibly supportive, entertained by my very, very eccentric lifestyle. Um, I make you guys, I give you guys enough information to know about my crazy kids and me and how I managed to do this day in and day out. But I mean, yeah, I upload the, I upload the content, but it's been, we so it's been Tom, uh, Cesar, Naive, John Arnold, all the different collaborators that have been with us for this pod that have made it what it is. And this journey has been so much fun. I've had a lot of good times. 
beans. A lot of beers. <laughs> We're recording a pod, guys. Come on. Um, no, but thank you guys so much. I mean, Tom said it on the last show or a couple of episodes ago. You know, 20,000 downloads. That's amazing. And yeah, of course, the numbers get somewhat increased because... We're, we have these daily contents, but you guys have been you guys have been so involved in it, have been asking about whether or not it's been daily, quote unquote. But I'm really happy with the product that we've done. I'm really happy to be able to collaborate with them on this level, and I really hope you guys have enjoyed this content. We're probably gonna go back to the Monday weekly shows, but as far as this tournament, it was like I said earlier, it was a you know solidified validation of the hard work that's coming not just from the national team but all the different journals that put you know their time and dedication into covering this team and to see this victory it obviously feels good for everybody involved maybe not the u.s national team but really that's their problem um but thank you guys so much um keep up with our content as always follow everybody enjoy our attendance wars when we get together for national team games and sorry u.s Hashtag sorry US. Um, but until next time, guys, we'll see you guys later. Bye.